You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. Oh God, in this month of favor, we are crying out to you. We are asking, oh Lord, for favor. We are asking, oh God, for divine favor. The kind of favor that will draw men and women. Men and women of substance. Men and women that are quality people. Men and women that will take us to our next level. Men and women that will advise us. Men and women that will, that will change the quality of our lives. Men and women that will affect the quality of our decisions. Bring men unto us, O God. 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 Bring them to this church. Bring them to our family. Bring them to our business. Bring them to our school. Bring people, O God, who we will make contact with and our lives will change. People who we will make contact with and we will begin to see another realm of glory. People who we will make contact with and our business will change. And the way we see things will change. The decisions we make will change in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. I like how we are praying, but we need to do better. This is the only thing that you do that can change anything in your life. Prayer. It's the only thing you do that can change anything. No amount of complaining. You can complain about Nigeria from today till tomorrow. It's the only thing you can do that will change anything in your life is prayer. If when you understand what prayer can do, nobody will force you to pray. I was leading prayer all day. I had to tell some people, stand up, stand up. And I, I looked at the people. I said, these are the people that grew up in Nigeria. If you know what witches and wizards are doing, how they are working over time to see to it, that, to see to your destruction, nobody will force you to pray. The devil goes about when they start their day, they say, give this one depression, give this one suicidal spirit, this one poverty, this one hardship. Those witches and wizards are tasked, like the, the people that market things, they attack, their job is to go out and see to it that those things occur in the lives of people. They are not playing. They're not playing, but when they say pray, we like, you know, so you look at them and you understand that this person does not know the kind of work the devil is putting in over time to see to it. If you knew, if you knew what the devil had planned for you, if you knew, the Bible says, I know the plans that I have for you. If you knew what the devil had planned for you, ah, you will pray. You will pray. Brethren, we need to pray. Favor. Favor takes people away from you. Favor. The quality of your life will change depending on who you meet. That goes one way or the other. When Gideon went with that, on the, to that battle with the number of people he went, the last set of people, God said to him, those who are afraid. But Gideon himself was afraid. So what, 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 what kind of fear? The difference is, those people, they are not committed. It's fear of commitment. Gideon was committed but afraid on how is this going to work? How can this be? It's normal to be, it's normal to have doubts. The man that met Jesus said, I believe, help my unbelief. 
it's normal to have doubts as to how is this going to work. This is the amount of money I have. This is the project I have to do. How is this going to pan out? But then there are some people who are, they don't want the commitment. Oh, I beg, every day. They are not committed. And God separated those people from Gideon. We're going to cry out to God today and ask him for the favor that will separate us from the wrong people in our lives. i give you another example. When Esau was tired and weary from the journey, he met Jacob. And imagine what Jacob offered him. Give me a pot of stew in exchange for your birthrights. The last person you want to meet is someone that will take advantage of you when you are vulnerable, when you are tired, when you are hungry. That's, what, that's a classic devil move. And de the devil came to Jesus after 40 days. And the Bible says, and he hungered. The devil knows when you are hungry. He knows when he will zero in on you. He can smell it like blood in the water. He knows when you are hungry. It is favor that will keep you from the wrong person at the wrong time. At a time when you as a human being cannot handle that situation, if you jam the wrong person, it can alter your destiny. We are going to cry out today and say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Every man, every woman, everything, every situation positioned to separate me from your plan, positioned to alter my destiny for evil. Today, by your favor, separate me, O oh God. Separate me, O oh God. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Separate us, O oh God. Separate us, O oh God, from the sons of darkness. Separate us from the sons of wickedness. Separate us from wicked and unreasonable men. Separate us from people who take advantage. Take advantage of our hunger. Take advantage of our tiredness. Take advantage of our ignorance. Take advantage of our vulnerability. Take advantage of what we don't have. Take advantage of what we don't know. Oh God of heaven, we are crying out to you this day. Separate us. Separate us. Separate us. Separate us. Separate us. Separate us. Separate us in the name of Jesus. Separate us from that evil man or woman. Separate us from that witch or wizard. Separate our business. Separate our family. Set us apart, O oh God. Set us apart, O oh God. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from wicked men. Deliver us from the sons and daughters of darkness. Deliver us from the sons and daughters of perdition. Deliver us, we pray. By the power that is in your favor, separate us from evil, separate us from darkness, from repression, from suicide, from evil, from lack, from poverty, in the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Our people say they don't speak Latin in evening church. This is the evening of the year. It's time for prayer. The message doesn't need to be long. It's not anything you haven't heard before. Matthew 1.18. She was found, Mary was found with child of the Holy Ghost. I wrote there, whose child are you carrying? Everybody's carrying something in them. Every, when you have a thought in your mind, people will say that I conceived that thought. So you are carrying, it said before she met Joseph, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. You need to be carrying something before you meet with a destiny helper. Joseph was a destiny helper. Joseph could have, Joseph could have sealed, could have sealed the reputation of Mary. In those days, she could have been stoned to death. 
The Bible said Joseph, being a righteous man, did not want to disgrace her publicly. It would have been worse than disgrace. She would never, in that area, she would never have married again. They would say, this is the person that was betrothed to. So God had to pick that man correctly. It couldn't be so, how do you believe that one? It couldn't just be anybody. The man just said, okay, no medical test. They didn't, they didn't go to check. Well, look at this boy. Is he, does he look like me? You know? No. They, God told him and he said, okay, I accept. But before she met with Joseph, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. If you are found with child of the devil and you meet the right person, you will still end up in disaster. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. You have to have something in you so that when you meet with the opportunity, you can give birth. Time and chance is an element of being found with something of the Holy Ghost, a skill of the Holy Ghost, an anointing of the Holy Ghost, a song with, of the Holy Ghost, so that when you now meet with the opportunity, when you meet with the stage, you will not be found wanting. We are going to cry out to God and say, put something in me that is of the Holy Ghost. A message that's of the Holy Ghost. A song that's of the Holy Ghost. A business idea that's of the Holy Ghost. My father, my father, my father. My father, my father, my father. Put something in me. Put a seed in me. A seed in my mind. A seed in my thinking. A seed that is a song. A seed that is a message. Put a seed in me that will bring forth. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Oh God, put an idea in me. That thing that will change my life. That thing that will change my life. When I meet my Joseph, let me not be found empty. When I meet my opportunity, let me not be found empty. When I go before the king, let me not be found empty. Let me not be found wanting. Like Joseph came before Pharaoh and he had a seed of the Holy Ghost. Like Daniel came before Nebuchadnezzar and he had a seed of the Holy Ghost. Put something in me that will separate me from my enemies. Put something in me that will cause me to stand out. Put something in me that will shut them out of my enemies. Put something in me that will set me apart. Put something in me that will take me to the next level. Put something in me that will bring me to the mountaintop. Put something in me that will cause me to shine among stars. Put something in me, oh God. I am tired of the ordinary. I am tired of my idea. I am tired of my thinking. I am tired of my own way. I want something that comes from you. I want a word from the Lord. An idea from the Lord. A move of God. A song from God. Oh God of heaven, put something in me. Let me not walk around talking and be empty. Let me not walk around talking and be empty. Put something in me so that when my, my destiny helper hears me, they will know, yes, this is the one. In Jesus' name we are prayed. I wrote it somewhere. And the Bible says in that Matthew chapter 1, and Mary brought forth. Seed is useless if you don't bring forth. There are a lot of people that had seeds of greatness planted in them. But they couldn't bring forth. They couldn't bring forth. For whatever reason, they couldn't bring forth. Reuben had a seed of greatness in him. But a, a character issue, a fundamental flaw, saw to it that he could not bring forth. The Bible says in Second Chronicles, I don't remember the chapter, that 
the, the sons of Judah became the first, even though because Reuben had lost his birthright. I want to say First Chronicles chapter 4. He recognized Reuben, no, but he said he was replaced. If you have a seed and you cannot bring forth, you'll be replaced. You'll be like the person with one talent that went to go bury his talent. The master came and said, show me, what have you done with the time, with the talent I gave you? You can't show anything. You'll be replaced. You are unable to deliver. That's what bringing forth means. Somewhere along the line, something happened. A lot of ministries have started great, but they couldn't bring forth. They couldn't continue. Something happened on the journey to destiny. Today, we are going to cry out to God and say everything that stands in the way of delivery, everything that stands in the way of delivery, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. That, child, that story would be useless if somehow she lost that child. Whether by enemy attack or whether by a bad habit on her part. If somehow, if she lost that child, David almost did not bring forth. Matter of fact, this one came to me now. Solomon, the, the, it was handed over to him, but he could not bring forth. They gave him 12. He ended up giving his predecessor two. His son ended up with two tribes. But he was given 12. It was supposed to be 12. It was supposed to be one nation. But God divided it because of the mistake of one man. That's someone that received a seed. Someone of the seed of David, but did not deliver because of disobedience. We're going to cry out to God today. Some people are sitting down. Please stand up, especially the younger ones. We're going to cry out to God today and say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Everything that will stop me from bringing forth, that will stop me from delivering what you have put in me. Today, oh God, Bring an end to it, whether it's inside me, whether it's from outside. Bring an end, O oh Lord, whether it's enemy attack. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Whether, whatever it is that will stop me from becoming, that will stop me from taking my throne, that will stop me from fulfilling destiny, that will stop me from becoming what you are destined for me to be. Today, in the name of Jesus, I come against every such thing, whether it's internal, whether it's external. Today, oh Lord, let it be destroyed. Let it be destroyed. Every abutter of destiny, everything that cuts short the lives of men, the destinies of men, today, by the power that is in the name of Jesus, I command you, evil spirit, working against the fulfillment of destiny, the delivery of our child, delivery of that business, delivery of that ministry, delivery of that family, today, in the name of Jesus, everything that brings about miscarriage, we curse you in the name of Jesus. 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 We curse you in the name of the Lord. Be thou cursed in Jesus' name. Final prayer. This, this is how the Holy Spirit explained. This is another explanation of purity. About the purity of Mary. Purity of motive. She was favored amongst virgins. Virginity is a state of unalteredness. Something untouched. Something that's pure. I like the definition of pure. Pure means of one kind. One kind. I know I'm stretching us this morning. But from time to time, know that the, the, the witches and wizards that are walking, they too, they are praying their own. 
They don't know that it's Sunday. They don't care that it's Sunday. Purity means of one kind. So when somebody says something to you, they will say, this is pure gold, pure silver. It means only that. What is it that has adulterated this assembly? You hear the term, mixed multitude. When a multitude is mixed in a church, that church is no longer pure. Their worship is no longer pure. The preaching is no longer pure. The music is no longer pure. The outreach is no longer pure. They might be doing everything right on paper, but as far as God is concerned, when you put their works through fire, anything that is impure will break down. You will get credit for effort, but you won't get credit for the fruits. Pure. The scripture the Spirit brought to my mind was, while men slept, the enemy came and sowed tires among the wheat. Anything that the devil cannot destroy, he will do his possible best to make impure. To impurify. I don't know if that's a word. We're going to cry out today. Everything that the devil has planted in our bodies, by whatever you did with your body, by whatever you ate, that has made you impure. Everything that the devil has planted in your business. Everything that the devil has planted. There are some customers you don't want. There are some customers you don't want. They put money in your business and from that day, your life will change for the worse. There are some people you don't want to interact with. There are some people you don't want to employ. Pharaoh, um, not Pharaoh, uh, 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 Potiphar said to Joseph, I discern that God has blessed me since you have been here. There are people that bring you the exact opposite. There are people that bring a curse to you the day you employ them. You need grace to know how not to destroy the purity of your life, of your business, of a church. We're going to cry out today and say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Everything in my life in my business, in my body, in, 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 in my endeavor, everything in this church, everything in the body of Christ, everything in Nigeria that has made us impure, that has made it impossible for us to move forward. Today, O oh God, by your fire, cleanse me, O oh God. Cleanse me, O oh Lord. Every plant you have not planted, uproot in the name of Jesus. 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 Uproot darkness. Uproot fear. Uproot jealousy. Everything that is making us impure, making our worship unacceptable, making our sacrifice unacceptable, making it impossible for you to bless our business, bless our body, bless our marriage, bless our family. Today in the name that is above every other name, in accordance to the word of the living God, where you said, Lord Jesus, every plant my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted up. Today in Jesus' name, we command every evil planting, not of God, wherever it is, be uprooted, 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 be uprooted. In this church, be uprooted. In Nigeria, be uprooted. In leadership, be uprooted. Wherever you are, hear ye the word of the Lord. Be uprooted in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Hallelujah. You can be seated briefly. The prayer time was out of my message time, so that's, that's fine. I understand that. I think I'll make two points. Favor is tied to obedience. This is our set time of favor. Favor 
is tied to obedience and consequently faith. Where you see more favor, know that there, there is more faith. Psalm 130 verse 7 says, for us to hope in the Lord. There's a, a, a scripture in Psalms, I couldn't get that, where it says, we, we hope in the Lord according, um, may his mercy be upon us according to as we have hoped in him. May his mercy be upon us according as we have hoped in him. Don't expect the favor of God if your hope is not in God. Your hope is in your uncle, if your hope is in your brother, and you're expecting some type of favor. The set time to favor, for God to favor you, the set, what will make God arise and have mercy is your hope, which is tied to your faith. You will always exercise faith in the direction of who you hope in. You will always exercise faith. If you miss anything today, don't miss that one. You will always exercise faith in the direction where your hope is. If your hope is in your money, you will exercise faith in that direction. If it is in God, you will exercise faith in that direction. If it is in a, a, a person, you will exercise faith in that direction. That's a, a terrible flaw that I had when I was younger than this. And I'm still working on. Not hoping in people. And you can tell a lot about where a man's hope is when it's time to pray. You can tell a lot. It's very, you can tell a lot when it's time to pray and the person is taking it easy and their hope is not in God yet. They, they, they are not in a tight corner yet. They still have one or two options that they feel like. But when you have no option and you have no choice but to put your hope in God, your prayer life and the way you pray will reflect it. Hebrews 11.6, for without faith it is impossible to please God. He that comes to God must believe that he is. If you don't please God, don't expect favor from him. How do you please God? By showing your faith. How do you please God? By showing your faith. Genesis chapter 15 verse 6, it said of Abraham that he believed God and it was counted unto him. Abraham showed so much faith in God. God came to him, say, get up. Leave your people. Leave your kindred. He didn't even tell him where he was going to. He said, go. I will tell you where you are going. So every day, Abraham had to check with God. Are we going or are we staying? Are we, is it, are we going to the left or to the right? Are we moving forward today? That's a show of faith. Mary believed and asked, asked the question, how can this be? When Mary asked it, someone brought up the point, uh, Brother Grant in Agoda. That when he was saying how people are favored and people are not favored, that Zachariah asked essentially the same question of the angel. And the angel said, um, uh, because you asked me this question, I will, you'll be dumb until the child is born. But Mary asked the same question. Yes, Mary asked the question in faith. There's nobody who God has given a vision who will not, if it's a vision from God, even you that got the vision will have to ask, how can this be? The show of faith is moving forward when you don't know how it can be. That's, that's when God sees that you have faith. When you move forward with that thing and you don't have the money, you don't have the money enough. Jesus said, count the cost. So you should do your budget. You should know what it will cost you, but it doesn't mean you'll have the money to do it. Jesus did say, you will have all the money to do it before you start. Very rarely do you have everything you need to do what God wants to do, what God wants you to do, before you start. That's not God. You, that's not God. You don't need him then. You have your budget, you have the money, everything is fine, and you just continue and you execute the project in phases. What do you need him for? 
What do you need to pray about? So the way, the heart with which Mary asked the question is what was different between herself. And favor is not arbitrary. That's because sometimes people preach favor. The favor of men can be arbitrary. Even the favor of men really is not arbitrary. It's, it's, favor is, the favor of man is conditional based on maybe what they can get, based on you come from the same place as me, so on and so forth. God's favor is not, is not like anyhow. Some people will just say, well, it's favor. So they are favored, you are not favored, so you can go jump off a bridge. You will never get favored. That's how some people put it. It's true. Even some ministers, they, they, they act as if, well, I'm favored, you are not favored, so there must be something wrong with you. God doesn't like you, God likes me, so to hell with you, basically. No, that's not our God. That's not our God. You have to move. Them that know their God shall be strong. If you, are, if you know God, you will be strong. You will be strong in faith. Strong means you will exercise faith. You will do what a normal human being would not normally do under those circumstances. That's what faith is. I don't have money to do this thing, but I'm going to pay my tithe. Under normal circumstances, you withhold the money. I can't afford to do this right now. But when you show faith, you say, God, I know I don't have the money for this, but I'm going to put you first, and I'm going to do this. Because you said so. That's exercising your faith. I'll end with this. Favor is for a purpose. A purpose beyond yourself. Let us read Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. 19. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That was Jesus' mission statement. In essence, that should be our mission statement. What is God favoring you for? Why should God favor you? God favored Joseph. So that he could pre um, Genesis 45, verse 5 and 7. We're not reading there. But God favored Joseph. God, Joseph knew that this is why God put me where he put me at the time he put me. To preserve a posterity, to save life. God will not favor you if all you think about is yourself, your family, your people. To hell with other people. You will not receive the favor of God. Oftentimes, you can trace the favor of God to how generous a person is. And when I say generous, I mean pure generosity. Not generous to get something. Not the generosity that politicians show so that you can vote for them. A pure generosity. A generosity out of love. Favor is tied to a purpose. I spoke about faith. Exercising your faith. That's the next thing. Favor is tied to a purpose. God will favor you if you will do what will bless other people. Favor is tied to a purpose. 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 25. 1 Kings uh, King chapter 10, verse 27 speaks of the reign of Solomon. Solomon asked for wisdom so that he could rule the people. So that the people can be blessed. So that I can advance these people. Not rule to say I'm a guy. He was already a guy. It was the day of kings. So when a king was a king, a king was a king. There was no voting, no democracy. So he wasn't saying to rule over them per se. He was already in charge. But how do I move this thing forward? If you are more concerned with power over progress, you will not enjoy the favor of God. If you are more concerned 
with power, the exercise of power over the progress of the people, the church, the nation, your family, your business, the people who are employed in your business. If your mindset is a mindset of power grabbing, power holding, control, you will not enjoy the favor of God. You will not enjoy the favor of God. The favor of God is meant to bless people. Esther rose to power just before calamity for the sake of God's people. She was favored. She was favored. If you are here and you are beginning to notice unusual favor upon your life, you need to start praying to zero in on why. It's not, oh, I just like this person. They are tall. I like this person. They are fair. I like this person. They are dark. I like this person. They are Yoruba. I like this person. They are Igbo. No, 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 no. God doesn't function that way. God functions according to purpose. I've called this person to do toss, toss, and so, so I must favor them. The greatest example is Jesus. Without Jesus, there's nothing we are doing here that will be sufficient for God. There's nothing we are doing here that God will accept without the blood of Jesus that cleanses us of our sins. Without the name of Jesus, with which our, without which our prayers would not be answered. And God favored Jesus. And the Bible says, let this mind be in you. Favor is tied to your mindset. Let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you. Philippians 2.9, I believe. Let this mind be in you. What is the kind of mind? Let's end with that one that is in you. What kind of mind do you have? If God really blessed you today, what would happen to the people that are surrounding you? If God really blessed you today, if you had the power to change Nigeria, what would you do with Nigeria? What would you do with your family? And a lot of times, you can see the what, your, what is in your mind by the little things. I remember driving past a vehicle, and in a tight road, the man parked this wide-body vehicle there. And as we drove by, the thought came to my mind. If this man can do this with a vehicle and has no thoughts of anybody else here, forget Buhari, forget the people that are leading us, quote-unquote. Check how we treat our fellow human beings. Let this mind be in you. When people are running abroad, they are not going there because of the color of those people's skin. They are going there because of their mindset. The mindset of let's all progress. Let's do this road so life will be easier for everybody. Not let's leave it like this so that people will come here and suffer. That's the black mindset. Suffering. They enjoy watching other people suffer. They get a kick out of it. You won't enjoy the favor of God until your mindset matches up with that of Jesus. Until your mindset is devoid of pride. Until your mindset is devoid of uh, selfish ambition. Until your mindset is devoid of, let me take the position. You don't struggle the position of God. That's what the devil did. And he got kicked out. The devil kept his anointing, but he lost his favor. God's gifts and callings are without repentance, but his favor is very repentable. He can withdraw his favor at any time. God's gifts and callings, I'm gifted, I'm gifted, I'm called, no problem. Keep the calling. The devil still has his calling. The devil is a God. He was created to be a God and is the God of this world. And God created us. That's why we are in eternal struggle with the devil. He doesn't like you. He will never like you. He can't like you. You were created to, to struggle space with him. So he can't, you are his rival. You are his eternal rival. The mindset that God the devil kicked out of heaven was, was I, I, I. I want to take over. I want to take the position of God. 
the mindset that you have is tied to the kind of favor, to, the, to, the, to, to, to enjoy favor and to the degree of favor that you will enjoy. If you have 50% mind of Christ, you will enjoy 50% favor. 30% mind of Christ, you will enjoy 30% favor. 100% mind of Christ, you will enjoy 100% favor. Let us rise. As you bring out your offering, we're going to pray. As you bring out your offering, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. Take out your offering. Every time we talk about altar versus altar, the way you service an altar is by your offering. They do what they say. Anywhere they have taken my picture, taking my cloth, taking this, taking that. When they take those things there, they bring an offering. So bring your offering because you have come to the altar of altars today. Take your offering seriously. I'm not, it's not the amount I'm after now. It's the attitude with which, because sometimes we come and we do as if we are, um, I don't know. We just have this mindset of an eh, offering. Take that offering seriously. An offering is an act of war. An offering is an act of war. When you take an offering to an altar, you are going to fight. That's how the devil sees your offering. <laughs> That's how the devil sees your offering. You are looking for trouble with an offering. So take that offering in your hands. The Bible says in that Matthew chapter 1 that the wise men came and they gave Jesus gifts. They gave Jesus gifts. We are going to ask God today to give you a gift that even your enemies cannot withstand. A gift. Reverend Chris Akano during AIG came and said, Papa, how did you, how did you, how, 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 how did all of this happen? And Papa said, it came from in here. A gift. A gift is what will take a man that his father does not love and take him abroad. Why the people that they trained will stay in Nigeria? My father will say, sorry, I, I don't mean to hide behind. this. somebody you know. You people even know him more than I do. He, we try to correct him. We would laugh. He would say, Nebuchadnezzar. It's Nebuchadnezzar. He would say, Nebuchadnezzar. We try to say, it's not that way. Can you try and... He said, leave it. He can say Nebuchadnezzar because he has a gift. When your English is not good, if you have a gift, people who know English will submit to you. He had a gift. They had a gift. When you have a gift, people with PhD, you didn't go to school. I was looking at Cross Charis, elementary three. If they born you well, talk to that man anyhow. With your PhD. Uh, you have PhD, but he has a gift. A gift. You are going to ask God for a gift. When a man's ways please the Lord, he will cause his enemies to be at peace. At peace means they will be submitted to you. Why? You have been favored and a gift. Rarely will you see God favor a man and not give the man a gift. I'm not talking of money, I'm talking of a gift. A gift reproduces money. Take a, when you take the, the money of a man that has a gift, give him time. And, he, and they said they chased uh, um, Isaac from this place and he went another place and dug another well. And he went another place and dug another well. The ability to go from place to place and reproduce success is based on a gift. Today, you are going to cry out to God with that offering. You are going to cry out to God with that offering. Wherever they chase you in your office, you need a gift. Wherever they sideline you, you need a gift. Whether your father doesn't like you, you need a gift. If your mother abandons you, you need a gift. What you need from God is not 
sympathy. What you need is not for people to like you. What you need is not for people to support you. What you need is not to go around uh, politicking to get people on your side. What you need from God is a gift. My father, my father, my father. My father, my father, my father. As I lift up this offering to you, O oh God. As I lift up this offering to you, O oh God. Give me a gift. Give me a gift. Give me a gift. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Pray that prayer with all your heart. You don't need money, you need a gift. Pray that prayer with all your heart. You need the kind of favor where God meets you and gives you a gift. Where God meets you and gives you a gift. Let him gift your voice. Let him gift your utterance. Let him gift your money. You need a business gift. You need a spiritual gift. You need a gift. A gift that makes it possible from you to go from place to place. Where men despise you, you stand out. Jephthah was gifted. That is why he was Lord over his brethren. They didn't like him, but he had a gift. Oh God of heaven, today I cry out to you. Give me a gift. Give me a gift. Give me a gift. Give me a gift that no matter where men put me, I will still shine. No matter how they sideline me, I will still rise to the top because you have gifted me. You have favored me with a gift. You have favored me with a gift. Favor me today with a gift as I bring this offering. Lord, I'm not asking you for money. Give me a gift. Give Overcomers Church World Outreach a gift. Beautify me with a gift like you gifted Joseph and brought him before a king. Bring me before kings and enable me. Give me something that I can present that no other person can present. Give me a spiritual gift. Give me the gift, the ability to make money even where others are failing. Give me, oh God. Pray, brethren, pray. Give me a gift. Give me a gift that will distinguish me. Give me a gift that will make people that hate me deal with me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.